0: It is your Classic Metal Show right here on the com. that is Rat with Slip of the Lip Chris a slip yes. a slip of the lip What do you think that's significant of Um I don't know um <laughs> what's about to happen <laughs> I guess that was kind of that was kind of my point but uh on the phone with us uh, we have got the manager of the Sin City Centers former co-manager of the current lineup of Rat uh jason green welcome to the classic metal show there jason
1: yeah thank you guys appreciate it big fan of the uh of the show and i enjoyed your segue
0: <laughs> very nice how did you find the show jason
1: um you know when we were doing the uh, first of all what we refer to a rat rat would be uh warren Martini and stephen piercey and uh you know Juan crusade and, and that other guy uh oh and robin crosby so when we refer to the current band, we call it Fake Rat. Right. So just so you know, when I say Fake Rat, you know who I'm talking about. But uh, so when I did the Fake Rat thing, I went on YouTube, and I saw some of the, uh, I saw some of the interview footage. Uh, you know, uh, some of the coverage that you guys did. So I started listening to it, and really, yeah, I really dug it. And then we were laughing. I started playing for the other guys in the band. You know, the other members of Fake Rat. And uh, as we were traveling, we would just laugh. I put on my headphones, and became sort of a regular thing to to um, to listen to. And I, and I and I thought that you guys had a really good take on it. We were kind of laughing because so much of it was accurate. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, you guys had a pretty good take on on what was going on. And uh, and I'll say that some of the real members of Rat have also listened to uh, some of your episodes. So. <laughs> Well, we enjoyed it. enjoyed it.
0: Well, who who uh, who are the real members that have heard this?
1: Uh, I probably shouldn't say, even though it's pretty, it, it, by the end of this, it'll all be fairly obvious which ones I talked to. So.
0: Well, I was corresponding yeah. with Steven today, and Steven's been, you know, a friend of the show for the last probably 15 years. Right. And uh, actually, I'm trying to set something up with him to come on and, you know, just give us an update with what's going on with him and whatnot, and. You know, I know Warren a little bit, and uh, I know uh, Juan a little bit. You know, I've known these yeah. guys. You know, Chris and I've been doing this for twenty years, so we've crossed paths yeah, with those guys for you know many times over the years. So yeah. uh, to to know that they heard us do our shit is probably wasn't a surprise to them.
1: Yes. Yeah. And, and, uh, and uh, you know, I think I think that uh, you know, there's so much legal stuff going on. That I think a lot of the guys aren't ready to make their own statements. It'd be nice for Stephen to, when he's ready, to, to say what he has to say. And Warren as well. You know, I mean, Warren's a quiet, private guy, and uh, he's not the type of guy who's going to go out and just shoot his mouth off. You know, he's really working towards a trial. No, first of all, I should say, you know, it, it, it's a shame that the legal, everyone wants to start these frivolous lawsuits, but. You know, everything I'm saying is either my opinion that I, or stuff that I believe to be true. You know what I mean? So it's not slander. Because believe me, you guys, this is Exhibit A. <laughs> you know, coming up, on this stuff for sure. You guys are getting subpoenaed after this. You know, because yeah. it's Bobby Blotzer's uh, legal dance floor, and he's come to dance, as he said on my voice my voicemail. Um, but so, so yeah, those guys are. You know, those, those those guys have their cases. You know, there's a lot of lawsuits, and there's a lot of the lawsuits with. with bob that aren't public as well you know so you know he's got his he's got his issues but you know so i I can't i I wouldn't want to make any announcements for those guys but i mean one of the main points that i i I think with with this fake rat is that bob puts out this statement that the guys don't want to tour he tries to convince the fans you know he has this thing let's just tell everybody they don't want to tour or that warren's too rich and he's not interested and the truth is those guys not that they don't want to tour they don't want to tour with him you know they don't want to tour with with bob and they had some really lucrative offers for shows and i don't think this is I, I think it's pretty public but they and that they turned down because they'd rather not play with him that's he is the factor that they don't like and that, that's proven by all their lawsuits and all their own issues so you know ultimately you know who knows maybe there's going to be a rap soon enough that has a uh, you know, the three guys that, that really had something to do with the success of Rat. And I think that would probably be the end of fake Rat. You know, and, and you, you, if you've seen, you know, Bob's lost twice against Juan Crucier, You know, he's trying to sue Juan and uh, get temporary restraining orders. And it's just ridiculous. It's just so frivolous and silly. Maybe Juan shouldn't have used the Rat logo, but that's a simple cease and desist, and he stopped using it. But to say that he right. can't say he's a member of a Rat, of course he was. The other voice of Rat? Well, I mean, that's a little. I, I'm not sure. Like, is it is it legal? I'm sure it is. Is it accurate? Well, that that's up to people's opinion. I, I feel like the other voice of Rat is playing with the Sin City Sinners tonight, which is Jizzy Pearl. But, but um, uh, you know, but uh, you know, yeah, you know, Juan sang on those songs. He was a big part of Rat. You know, so and for Bob to try to sue him and stop it, you know, and this is all public. The judge basically said, not not only do I not know if Juan has the right to the name, I don't think Bob has the rights to the name, and. So there's a lot of, you know, there was a lot of shady shit going on. Right. And uh, ultimately, uh, you know, ultimately you know, the, the big thing is that the fans need should know, you know, I, I, I made the point, you know, Bob's a bully. That's really what he is. He's a bully. And he, he talks tough and, uh, but he can't back it up. And he, he doesn't back it up. He likes to call people in the middle of the night and threaten them. You know, maybe another time I'll release his voicemails. They're just ridiculous. Um, but, He's—he's just—you know—you'll he, you'll be hard pressed to find a guy who says he's a, a nice person, you know, or or even a decent person, <laughs> in my experience. So, you know, he wants to go out there and do these people. This is all about you know making monies not care about fans, you know, um... and he doesn't care about what you know. He—he he, he thinks he's going to be foreigner. You know, he thinks he's going to be a. We're, we're going to make so he talks to those guys a foreigner and he hears what they make and that's going to be us. We can. This is Rat, and he just programs those guys. And, and some of them are buying what he's selling, you know. It's hard to believe. I, I never believed, you know, I never believed the second of, of him. You know, when we, you know, hopefully I'm not boring you guys. but Not, uh, at, all. When, not at all. Okay, cool, yeah. When, when I started uh, this thing, you know, he came to be a guest with Sin City Sinners, and everybody says, you know, he's a jerk. He came to guest with us once about 2009, 2010, and he was just in town. He was fine. I didn't really deal with him. You know, he played, and he was fine. He left, you know. Um, then we had the idea, let's, let's bring him back. And when he was really difficult, you know, advancing the show. You know, Sin City Finners has had, you know, a couple hundred guests so far. And really, some big people, we, we know, jam with, you know, Sammy Hagar, Slash, Vince Neil, Sebastian Bach. They were all easy. The only one who was a pain in the ass was Bob. And, you know, drunk calls in the middle of the night. You know, this has got to be, this has got to be pro It's because in his mind he was thinking maybe I can find a band that I could pass off as as Rat, you know. So he came in and played, and I got this young guitar player, Blaze, who's been jamming in town, and he's really good, you know. um, He, you know, he's a great guitar player. He was at the time he was 21 years old, and I said, hey, why don't we call Jizzy to come and sing a few songs? It'd be a sort of mini, you know, second Rat reunion, and. and Josh, you know, um, who's the current singer, he, you know, he never heard a Rat song in his life. You know, he would be thirty and he didn't know Rat or care about it. And so I didn't think that he would be able to learn all those songs. So we had Jizzy sing most of them. And um, as it, as the show went on, you know, it was fun. And then Bob called me and he says, "Look, I, I got this. Show. You, you, you got you want to make a lot of money? We're gonna make some money. Got this idea." we're going to put together, you know, we're going to put together this, this, this thing, the rat experience. The rat, the rat experience was just a copy of Jason Bonham's experience. That's all that was. And, and, and I'm probably is guilty in that concept, ripping off that concept. Um, you know, and originally it was, let's go out and play the uh, invasion album from start to finish. And, and okay. It sounded kind of fun. And we'll play some small bars and it'll be fun. And, you know, centers are really easy. We played a ton of gigs and, you know, sure. Okay. And, I knew he'd be difficult, but I felt like if this is what the other guys want, we could add some extra money, we can add some extra, um, you know, uh, attention, why not? And at the end of the day, I, I knew that when it ends, we'll probably get more attention and press for leaving Bob than actually joining Bob, so, and that certainly has happened. Um, but so the, uh, we, we, we started doing these rehearsals for the rat Experience, and after, you know, we picked the songs, and then after the first show, we had a blackboard, we had all the songs written up, we got to the start pl- rehearsing uh, Invasion, and we got to the song, um, Got Me on the Line, and he just, Bob just didn't know it, and didn't like it, and he probably had nothing to do with it, you know, whatever, but he refused to play it, and I go, well, you're advertising, you're playing a record start to finish, how can you skip it? He goes and then the next song is dangerous but worth the risk and he kept going, nah, Steven plays it. I don't want to play anything Steven plays And it's like, <laughs> Well, so now you want to play eight tenths of the album. You know, should we advertise that? You know in its entirety sounds better. No one's even gonna know, no one's gonna care, who's paying attention. Meanwhile, you know, the fans come to the record, they're holding the vinyl album in their hand. Right. And when we would get to the song before you know, they would be disappointed that we advertised a full record and, and they didn't they didn't get it. Um, So that was the beginning. And then he started saying, I'm not playing Wanted Man. I'm not playing Body Talk. You know, how many bands are lucky enough to have 10, you know, real hit songs, a great song? That's your set list. And he would go, I'm so tired of rap playing the same set list. I'm so tired of, you know, those guys always want to play, but they play it because they work. You know, fans want to hear, you know, I I was laughing at you guys talking about, uh, I guess it's called Infestation, one of the worst albums I've ever heard. Um, you know, I shouldn't say that because I like the other guys and rats, <laughs> but, but I didn't like it. You know, I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like anything since detonator. And I'd be honest with you. One time I told Bob, why are we playing all these detonator songs? You know, because I go detonator is the reason why Kurt Cobain won, you know, and he didn't take it so well, but, uh, you know, and like all of a sudden, you know, one step away was, it was which is the worst rat song ever. He had some hand in co-writing it. And, uh, Desmond Child wrote the song, but somehow Bob tricked those guys into letting him write some lines. And he would, so he would make Josh introduce it every night, saying, this is a song written by Mr. Robert John Blotzer. That's the intro he had to say every night. <laughs> Give me a break. And the song sucked. It's really an awful song. It sounds like Rat trying to be Trickster, you know. And no offense to Trickster. You know, I like those guys. But, you know, um, you know what I mean? it was just, it was just it was such... Why would a band like Rat, that was a great band, make a great album, you know, have to resort to just pop bullshit, you know, and I've talked to the other members and, you know, some of them might've regretted letting Bob have any hand in writing, but so he would want to take out these other songs to play those songs. Um, and then he had this like great idea that if we're going to play, he didn't want to play anything off the EP, which for me, fans of rat, you want to hear songs off the EP, you know, um, when rat was cool. So he said, I don't want to play any of those songs, but he goes, I'll do, you think you're tough. If we can play message in a bottle as the intro to it. Oh God! So we would just look at each other, yeah. You know, we would just look at each other and say, "Message in a Bottle." Um, <laughs> what? We're not going to play Body Talk. We're not going to play Wanted Man. We're not going to play, you know, half these, these songs. Hold on a second. Hey, Scotty. Scotty Griffin is here with me. Scotty, we're discussing Message in a Bottle right now. Uh, yeah, great, great song. Do you think it went well? with you think you're tough, uh... <laughs> he's he's not even near the phone. He, Scotty's not good with radio. <laughs> yeah he is Yeah, <laughs> anyway, yeah, he's trying to stay as diplomatic in this as possible, but so we all knew it was a stupid idea, message and a bottle. Then he decided for an encore, we're gonna start doing instant karma. If there's anyone who deserves instant karma, you know more, it could be Bob, but so uh, so we did this instant karma where, where you know, he'd have Josh come out acoustic, and he would just yell at everybody every night he said. We have to bow a certain way, and everyone has to hold their hands, arm in arm a certain way. It was just so much nonsense, you know, that didn't matter. How about playing the songs people want to hear and quit the bullshit? <laughs> and so, you know, now we got to find an acoustic guitar. He changed the endings to the song. Basically, in my opinion, Bob was a guy who had very little to do with the success of Rat, and now there's no one there to stop him. The real, the talented guys aren't there. So now he's a genius, you know, he, he, and he can tell these guys what to do, and they have no choice but to do it um so instant karma started adding in the set again if i was a rat fan at that point we didn't play loving is a dirty job we didn't play Wade cool jr um but it, it was funny because he would play the song shame 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 and the intro to that is called war in indeed right and it was it's an instrumental piece and he'd make blaze copy it you know note for note and blaze played it very well and i just kept laughing i said we're playing a song called war indeed i said you guys better be careful because Warren D is coming, and eventually he's going to end you guys' gig. You know. Um, uh, every time I thought about that, I go, "You guys keep, poke, keep poking, you know, keep poking them. You know, eventually you, you, you'll see." Um, so, you know, I used to laugh, but Bob would throw out these ridiculous numbers that Warren's worth fifteen million dollars, and I'd say, "Well, then he has fifteen million reasons to put an end to this." You know. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. You know, his his money and all those things are you know you know, Bob puts out these numbers and exaggerates and says crazy things about his personal life. And, you know, who knows all that. that's all between those guys. And I guess comes up in their case, who knows? Um, but so it was, it was starting to feel like it was, you know, it's, yeah, it's the rat experience, but who wants to experience these shitty songs? You know, and there's another one called giving yourself away, which was a ballad. And you know, some chicks liked it. They heard it at their prom or whatever, but I learned with rat, if the word away is in the song, it probably sucks. You know? Um, <laughs> One step away, giving yourself away. It was so boring. And then I want a woman. He wanted it open. So I want a woman. You know. And again, I love the other guys in Rat. I, I thought when I heard I want a woman, I was a kid. I, I thought that was kind of the end. You know. And most fans that I talk to dislike that too. But okay, you know, he wanted it open with it. Um, uh, you know. So there was issues with the set and things. Um, you know, from the beginning, and we would all argue like, why aren't we playing? tell the world think you're tough. Why aren't we playing, you know, wake you know, some of the songs that these fans want to hear. So we would go out to these venues and he was always difficult. You know, Bob. he was difficult with the venues. The venues were beyond empty. You know what I mean? There was no one coming to the rat experience. It was okay. Vegas. We did well because they were there to see that, you know, Cincinnati centers is popular here and they were interested in it, but we were playing mostly half empty places. You know, you could say half full. I prefer to say half empty. Um, and, you know, we, he made a million Bobby of rat experience T-shirts. You know, who's going to buy that? You know, and, and the answer is nobody. Um, but so that's when the whole thing came. We're going to call this rat, you know. I'm going to get a lawyer, and I'm going to try to cover myself. And, you know, it's a cash grab. I'm going I'm to jump the money up by calling it rat, and I'm going to sw- secretly switch the Facebook over so that 600,000 fans will now be switched to his you know, his bullshit, the fake rat and not even realize it. And you should have seen the number of people dropping off Facebook the next day. You know, it's like a massive exodus of people. It's, you know, you look at the chart and how many people, you know, and there's still people on there who don't know any better. And then there's people who just fall for his line. You know, the poor me act, you know, again, this guy, there's no poor me. This guy's a bully. You know, I'm not going to get into his legal stuff, but people know exactly what I'm talking about. And he's just not a good guy. He's not good to people. He's not good to employees. And, um, He's not good to staff, you know, and he's, um, you know, th- this he deserves, <laughs> you know, he he deserves to have this taken away from him, um, you know. He's done so many things to those guys, and it's up to Stephen and, and Warren and those guys to tell their personal stories, uh, you know. And obviously, they they, they uh, you know, they have them. But so anyway, then he decided, you know, we're going to show up with the whiskey, and we're going to buy these big scrims. He was really big into buying backdrops and scrims and you know he wanted to act like it's an arena meanwhile we played an empty whiskey uh you know and he called it rat for the first time and uh, carlos Cavalzo was in the audience and uh and i know him but i was embarrassed to talk to him so i was embarrassed i was embarrassed the entire time i did this you know i've always felt that a tour manager and a manager are very different jobs um and no no disrespect to tour managers because you know what it's the hardest job you're the first one there and you're you are the the last one to leave. And there's a lot of, and you have to deal with assholes, you know, and I dealt with the biggest one of them all. Um, But a manager has a creative say in the business and and wants to do things right and brand things. And now more than ever, you know, you got to have somebody who knows how to do it. Artists are artists and and management is management. In Bob's case, you know, I became the tour manager by default. You know, I knew the other guys and I worked with them and I would travel out of Vegas with them. And uh, you know, and organize their their travel and things, and most of those guys, especially the ones who have stayed, have never toured before. and Have never done anything sure. um, professionally, you know. So, um, uh, so, you know, I got duped into being the tour manager. And as I started going, you know, Bob wanted, you know, he wanted me to like slip pieces of paper under at all the guys' doors with itineraries. It's like, what is this, 1984? <laughs> you know, no, we have we have cell phones, and there's an app for this. You know, but he just didn't. He just didn't get it. He also didn't get that when you play these little clubs. I'm not gonna. This is a good story. I mean, we were playing a place in Minneapolis, and everybody. You know, every city's the same to me at this point. It's just every experience was bad. Um, but the guy was cursing me out as he's paying me. This is not fucking rat. This is bullshit. This, Stephen Piercy is rat. This is a fucking. As he's counting the money. I, know, think, I think we, I think we I think
0: we mentioned that in our little tirade about that how that people were gonna be going. This isn't what I paid for.
1: Yes, yeah, that that especially, and that might have been one of the experience shows, but it didn't matter. Nobody was there, and they just yelled at me. And it's like, I, I, what am I going to do? Defend him? Like, I, I, with a good conscience, I can't tell you that this is the greatest product ever. You know, um, you know, in those guys' defense, the one nice thing I'll say is, sure, they sound good. They're a great Rat cover band. You know, they they play the songs well. I, me personally, and I'm a rock and roll fan. I like to go to concerts. If you told me that Rat was an, a cover band was playing at Bob Lutz up the block. I wouldn't go. You know, if it was playing in my living room. I'm not sure I would go. I just don't think the world needs to see that. I don't. I. I, I don't need to see it. Um, Nothing's nothing special about it. But hey, you know, more power to him. When was the experience? He did have the right to do it, and now a court will decide if he has the right to do, uh, you know, fake rats. Um, but yeah, yeah, I took shit every night from people saying, "What is this?" And you know, and most nights fans came up to me and gave me albums and said, "Can you take this backstage and have Stephen autograph it?" And I said, that's going to be difficult, you know. Um, you know that, that, there was confusion. You know, people would come up to Blaze after the show, Blaze the guitar player, and say, hey, were you even born when the first Rat record came out? He said, I wasn't born when the sixth Rat record came out. You know, uh, I mean, He's so young, Kirk Cobain was dead when he was born. Um, but so, yeah, there was, there's definitely a, a uh, you know, there's an illusion going on. And, of course, you know, he, he likes to talk about the shows were sold out. The majority of the shows he said were sold out were not sold out. That, that, that is not true. I saw the numbers every night. If if there was two thousand people at a gig, you know, an outdoor show, and listen, that would be with an L.A. Guns and a warrant on the bill. That you know, let's say that uh, people would come out, he would say the next day we got to say there was ten thousand people. He was never honest about numbers ever. You know, it was just silly. And uh, he's fuming right now, by the way. Uh, you know, listening to this and telling his cronies all the things they have to do and legal action they have to take. And you know, <laughs> I, I could I, I I I could just care less. It's just you know. You know, it's not, you know, um, well, the other thing is, you know, so he put out there that this is sour grapes. No, it's not sour grapes. Um, I couldn't stand working with him. And there was not a day that this entire, that entire band didn't sit in the airport coming home and say, we hate him. We can't stand this. This is horrible. And we want to quit every show. um, You know, there was not a show that went by where we went. Well, that was a great trip. No, they were all horrible. You know, only because of him. We all got along fine at that point. But nobody wanted to, to do it, and uh, I feel bad for the guys who were, in my opinion, stupid enough to stay with him, you know, and think that this is a great investment, you know. We're going to be in rat. And they, they, he, he's got them trained like Stepford, uh, Stepford Rats or whatever. You know, they, they believe that they're going to make a record, that they're going to tour, that we're going to be foreigner. He promised this poison tour that never happened, you know. There is no poison, you know, right now. Um and, and so instead, they're playing a few shows with Brett Michaels. And, you know, I give Brett Michaels credit. He's selling those shows, you know. And, and the other eight bands, you know, just because Fake Rat is on there, you know, if I'm Winger or Warrant or one of these bands that's got a really strong lineup, I'd, I'd be pissed opening for Fake Rat. And I will say that there's some bands out there um, who refuse to do it. A lot of bands. And some bands dropped off the bills as well because they refused to do it. And I, and I don't blame them, you know. Um, you work to keep your band together and your brand. And now you have to, you know, I mean, if, is Bill Ward's black Sabbath coming, you, you know what I mean? It's, uh, you know, the, the Bill Ward black, black Sabbath experience, you know, it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, it's so, it's so, and that, that would be better though. You know, this, at least Bill, the Ward had something to do with the importance of black Sabbath. Um, so anyway, he tried to put out this thing that this was sour grapes and, and just to be straight on my point, um, you know, I, uh, my, my, my ex girlfriend, uh, you know, not by choice, but passed away. She was very, I would call her every night and go, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe I'm doing this. She'd say, No amount of money is worth working with someone that you can't stand. And I'd put him on the speakerphone when he was talking and she'd mute it. And she would listen and just go, I can't believe this, this jerk. And she told me, I can't come to those shows because I'll punch this guy out, you know, which would probably be what he deserved. Um, but he. he um, he was so bad that when, when she, you know, and she, she, uh, I dated her from 95 to 99 in New York. We broke up for 10 years, and in that time, she developed an addiction, you know, uh, sadly. and When we got back together around 2012, she was in recovery. But, you know, anyone knows that it's hard to, you know, I know, Chris, you've got a book and stuff. Uh, you know, uh, battling addiction is not an easy thing. So, you know, she, she had her slips, you know. Um, she got pneumonia. Anyone else with pneumonia who's healthy, you know, you have a chance of beating it. But if you had a 10-year drug problem on and off, you're, you're, you know, your organs are not in great shape. And, uh, you know, I went to a show, and when I came home, she went into cardiac arrest, you know, and went to the hospital, and she was in a coma for three. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to bum everybody out, but, you know, I, I think that people should know the facts of, of this because they tell so many horrible lies and stories. And she was in a coma, and while she was in the coma, Bob was calling me every day demanding these merch numbers, from some show when you play these little stupid bars you get a merch girl who's a fan these aren't you know you get a live nation show you get a real report Yeah, these places don't know what they sold and the merch numbers were never that giant anyway and i told him i gotta get through this first i knew ultimately what was going to happen i could i didn't have time to deal with bob Bob, box it was the hardest thing i've ever dealt with and i wouldn't wish it on anyone you know maybe even including him but um you know and he just wouldn't stop you know texting me and and I knew that, and this is public information, you know, Stephen's twin sister passed away, and Stephen didn't want to go, I think, do a cruise, and Bob was a complete jerk about it. Warrens fa- had family members pass away. and Bob was a complete jerk about it. And so now I'm, I'm living through it. And I, and I said to myself, I'm going to quit this stupid band. There's no way I'm going to do this. After losing, you know, Debra, you know, there's no way that I'll tour with this asshole anymore. And I wanted to quit every show. I was trying to be the team player and keep it together for the sinners and keep those guys you know, and, and the money was okay, you know, and so, you know, let's, let's, I was trying to be the team player. Meanwhile, I was sacrificing my sanity and, uh, you know, and I, you know, honestly, I think it was hurting the Sinners' brand, not helping it, becoming a joke, you know? Um, so I was ready to quit. All of a sudden he had one of the guys in the band, oh, I got to come by and get the merch and I got to come by and get the backdrop, you know, but he, he, he can't admit that he'd already hired another tour manager, which was fine. All good. I, I was ready to go, you know? Um, same way he could not admit that he hired robbie Cranes three months before he told anybody including scotty you know yes. this is the way he does business he's not this is not a this is this is the tough guy you know you know a real tough guy doesn't go and hide behind lawyers you, you, you know what i mean it's like uh i heard you guys referring to this on, on the last one it's like what's wrong with people nowadays i'm, I'm gonna get my lawyer i'm gonna get my lo- i don't like what you said so i'm gonna get my lawyer A bunch of pussies. I mean, what happened to society? It's like, I'm going to get a frivolous lawsuit. I'm going to get a lawyer who works on a commission and I'm going to just keep people in court. You know what I mean? Grow up, you know, it's like, anyway, I know I'm giving you a million different points at once, but, uh, yeah. So, um, um, and I, I think people want to hear, hear the truth and they read enough bullshit. Um, so when, when she passed, I just said to him straight, I go, hey, look, I know you got somebody else, so let's stop beating around the bush, let's get to it. And he texted me, and he said, you know, his long pro- professional response, it's been great working together, and uh, I hope you're going to be professional like I am. I said, no, not at all. I said, I think you're an asshole. I always thought you were an asshole, and I have no plans on saying anything nice about you, and I only wish you the worst. And, and that is how I felt, and it was time to get it out. And you know what's funny is all those punks in that band all said the same thing. But no one had the guts to back it up. I'm the only one. They used to say, "I'm gonna smack Bobby Blotzer. I'm gonna curse him out. I'm gonna quit." You know, uh, I'm the, ta- they all the. They were all the secret talent. You know, but no one had the guts to speak up to him except for me. And uh, and I was just. I, I once I was done, I was done. And people said, you know, I, I, you know, it's infamous that I want a metal sludge. And I talked a, a little bit about it. And uh, you know, and I dig metal sludge. I dig your guys' show. I dig that rock and roll should be fun. And you know what? All these people are, you know, a little gossip's good, and you know, it's a it's, uh, we're lucky people are even talking about these bands anymore. But they said, "Do you think it's going to hurt your career?" I said, "Hurt my career? You know, is uh, Firehouse not going to take me on the tour? You know, is Babylon AD not going to make me their tour manager?" I'm good. You know, I'm happy staying here in, in Vegas and doing what I do. Um, so, and I never want to be a tour manager again. I, I, it's not not you know, like I said, respect to the guys who do it, but it's not for me. And uh, and I don't want to be on the hair metal scene. You know. Uh, getting screamed at because, you know, there's only one real member or, or whatever it is. So I was done. And at that point, you know, when we started, I should point out, we were like going to be a union, basically me and the guys who were in the centers, we're going to stick to our price, stick to our demand and stick to our business. And if one guy gets fired, everybody leaves. And that was the unanimous decision. Everyone's in it together. And I said, okay, cause we were on the worst flights and we were, you know, every. The business was bad, and I said, "We stick together. We can argue. You know, choose our battles." He, so, Bob so got a hold so of hold him. On, hold on, hold on,
0: one second, sure. just because I want, and I'll believe it, I'll let you keep going. Are you oh, yeah, saying no. that the band was like on some shit flight, and Bobby wasn't?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Don't get me wrong. He took some shit flights too, but there was other ones where he flew first class. He hated that I I ever said that. It was something he got mad about. But it's true, you know. Um, you know, and. You know, I, I get it in this day and age touring tough, so you want to save money. But to save twenty dollars and put us on a four thirty a.m. flight to play that night, you know, yes. it's kind of it's kind of sucks. You know, but I mean, it's, listen, there's a lot of bands doing that. Um, it's unfortunately kind of standard. But, um, but yeah, there, there was unhappiness. You know, we wanted to sort of work out some of the things. It was certainly all about you know Bob wanted his own dressing room, and you know everything was him, him, him. And you know, we wanted to sort of stick together as a group. And we were making a record at that time, you know, called "Let It Burn," uh, which is out now. And you know, we thought we were making a good record. And you know, I got an investor to put up the money for that record, and it cost, you know, it ended up costing about ten thousand dollars to make that record. You know, Um, and those guys quit the day after the record was released. And there's a debt, you know. And me and Scotty Griffin are the two who were still working to pay off the debt. The other guys chose to stay in Rat. And you know, Bob was listen. After I talked my shit, Bob you know, gave him an ultimatum. He had given Josh the ultimatum many times though, since day one, you can't be in any other band to cheapens, you know, your value to fake rat or whatever. You got to be my singer. And I wish those guys really well. I wanted to be amicable with them, but they just talk so much shit about me. And You know, amongst the, you know, local fans here in town and stuff. And it sounds like a small thing, but sinners is a very local Vegas business, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I think they can't handle the fact that I replaced them with two successful people. You know, Oz Fox came in for the guitar player the next night and, you know, great multi-platinum guy from Striper and Jizzy Pearl, you know, the other voice of Rat, you know, uh, came in, the, you know, the next show. We didn't miss a beat and we went back to work and we're doing better than we've ever done tonight. You know, That we've done tonight. We've got a great show with all those guys and um, they, can't, they can't handle that. So they, uh, some of them had to go, you know, take to their Facebook, you know, to say that they're a man a few words and I, you guys know who I'm talking about and take pictures of arenas and act as if they sold out that arena, you know, and and uh, and act like they're a baseball player who pitched on LSD or whatever they, they might do. Um, but, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's a thought. Uh, oh, you mean,
0: you, um, mean you, saw, you saw that little dust up between me and him?
1: <laughs> well, I, you know what? I, I, I'm, I, I'm blocked from all those clowns on Facebook, uh, but uh, I did hear you talk about it on the, uh, on, on the air, which I thought was great. Yeah. He, he always says that I'm, a man a few words and I don't approve of the way you talk to shit. you know you're talking our private business yet he's on that Facebook everyday fighting with fans fighting about his relevance in Rat and he's talking about when the last Rat show was and the original line guy knows nothing about it you know um, and, and you know and these clowns are talking about Robin Crosby's image showing up in the smoke I mean are you kidding me <laughs> um, I mean if ro- if Robin if you know I don't know what you guys believe in but if Robin Crosby really came back that stage would have would have went up in smoke you, you know what i mean he would he would have he, you know, struck down upon that stage with great vengeance and put an end to this furious you know anger know I mean? yes yes yeah you know you think he thought bobby blotzer was the talented member of rat come on you know. um so uh so anyway so yeah so i was i'm and i am relieved Every day I wake up that I don't have to deal with those clowns, I'm relieved. You know, when I was going through my, the grieving process, and I'm still going through it, it's only been three months, But I'm talking about the loss of Deborah, not the loss of fake rat. Um, <laughs> he would call me and threaten me and leave the nastiest messages, and eventually I'll put them out. I mean, he said I can him. you class for whoever the fuck you want. You put your girl in the grave, and I'm going to put you in the grave. And it's like, and then he would say, you you don't know what's coming, the legal dance floor, and I like to dance, and he's a drunk <laughs> clown, you know. And the best thing is never having to talk to him. Um, you know, I, I don't want to give too much of Warren's business, but I, I, I know that part of the, their lawsuit is that they don't have to talk to each other. <laughs> Maybe one of them's relieved, you know. Um, um, so anyway, you know, for me, it's it's good to be over, and I, I don't mind talking about it because, again, those guys talk so much shit. Uh, you know, also, you know, some of it gets lost. Like, I, you know, one of the ones you guys talked about, the, uh, you read the Metal Sludge article, which was fun. You know, it was, it was, I was laughing hearing my name a thousand times. You know, I wish I could have called in. But, I, you know, I'm used to hearing it, you know, recorded later. Sure. Uh, like, wow, I want to call in and, and, and talk about this. But, uh, you know, the racist stuff, you know, Bob's known for saying these crazy anti-Semitic things. He'd call me Jason Nuremberg. Um, you know, I have all the text messages and Jason Nuremberg, this is at the end that you're a fucking swine and you know, it's like, and you know, I'm half Jewish, but not by religion, you know, whatever. I don't, get you know, it, 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 you know, that he's a jerk, you know, it's, it's not my thing, but you know, this is the kind of guy that people are dealing with and you know, I, that's why I put out a lot of what he said, people should know what they're really getting. Don't fall for the, that, that smiley guy, you know, um, you know, and it is his tough guy bullshit you know it's threatening me and you don't know when it's going to come you know i I was i finally shut up but i was getting ready to say look i'm going to fight him anywhere anytime and all the proceeds to go to a domestic abuse charity you know um you know for obvious reasons and uh because i'm just so sick of him acting like a tough guy you know he's not a tough guy it's a miracle that guy can walk by the way you know amount of surgeries he needs and has had and you know I just I'm tired of it, and I have no problem, you know, sitting here. And this will believe me. I laugh when I came to do this interview. I laugh because, you know, all these metal sludge and stuff—they'll pull the, the the one quote, you know, that I said, you know, uh, by Blotters, a piece of shit," whichever one, you know, and that'll be a that'll be a headline. Which you know, we should all be thankful though for Bob in some ways, because he's really making, you know, he's writing news for us, you know. <laughs> I mean. uh you know, I mean, you know, it's not every day that Phil Lewis is going to say blacks are all the same. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we 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 should be thankful that there's somebody so stupid out there that they think they could be the uh, they can run the rat trademark. Um, so anyway, uh, you know, I, 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 I got to tell you one more uh, funny one though. He, right. he called me one day and he goes, uh, he goes, we're going to shoot this video. Uh, we're going to do a, we're going to do this video introduction. He goes, and then we're going to perform it live every night. And he goes, it's going to start in my bedroom. And he sent me the script and it's going to be my bedroom set. And I go, Bob, how are we going to get your bedroom set on, on the road? We can't even get a backdrop on the road. You know, Oh no, we're going to start tra- traveling with trucks and things. <laughs> and so he said, uh, you know, we're going to set up this bedroom and then I'm, I, am i i going to play a janitor and I was going to come up sweeping and then there's a radio it's a boom box. And then it says in, in news rat has broken up. Where is rat? And, and then Bob looks up to the light, and he, he, and he, he you know, he, he hears this voice. You have to bring Rat back for the fans. And he, he, I'm telling you, it took him two hours to explain this. DeBorstein just shaking her head, like, "What the fuck are you listening to? <laughs> like, I have no idea, and I don't know why it's taking two hours." And then I realize he's describing "It's a Wonderful Life" to me because the light shines, and then it begins to snow, and I put my arms out in a Christ-like pose. This is all, you know, it's all not it. And, uh, and I should point out, I never signed a non-disclosure or anything else. So. It's all true. No slander. It's my opinion. And fuck anyone and their lawyers. So he, he then said it's going to... Uh, and then it snows. And he said, we're going to use instant mashed potatoes. Because that's how they do it in Hollywood. And I'm thinking, we're going to pour instant potatoes on Bobby's head. You know? Um, <laughs> you know, he paid a lot of money for that hair. And now he wants to put potatoes in it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and what happens when we're playing some outdoor venue and it rains and the stage becomes mashed potatoes? You know? <laughs> so, anyway, he... he he started shooting this video, and everyone quit right in the middle because they couldn't work with him. Uh, you know, my, That's my opinion. He, he told me that everyone got mad at him and the budget was re- unrealistic or whatever. It was the worst idea ever, and these are the things he put all his effort into. The instant karmas, the message in the bottles, the way we bow. Now they're doing some bullshit where they put their hands on their hearts or something. Uh, what are you insane? It's, just a, it's so stupid. And then going out, and he bashes Warren, and he bashes Stephen on stage. Those guys can't sing, and I'm calling them to play, and they don't want to play. All bullshit. You know what I mean? All bullshit. And those guys will make a statement, you know, about what they want to do soon enough. And and uh, you know, I'm directing a show in Vegas called the Vegas Rocks Music Awards, and um, Sally Steele, and she's got a local magazine out here. And it's a really good lineup, actually, for hair metal fans. I think they'll dig it. It's Sunday, May fifteenth. And, uh, you know, the original Angel is going to get back together and uh, for, for this. And Twisted Sister is going to be there. And uh, Scorpions are going to be there. and You know, a bunch of cool people. But also Stephen Pierce is going to be there. And I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, to Stephen at that. And, and uh, I'd like to share some of my Bob stories with him. <laughs> with him. and Because uh, he is the voice of Rat. I don't care what anybody says. Um, and, uh, you know, and I'll say I've watched videos of him in the last, uh, from this year. And uh, you know what? he sounds good and he's, and he's performing good you know I know I know he's had some off shows You know, I've, I've seen them just like everybody else has but some of the current stuff I've seen is good and you know um, I'll go see Brian Wilson in the Beach Boys you know what I mean and uh, he's not exactly the same no one's the same as they were but I want to see the guy I want to see the real voice of Rat you know and I think that that's what fans want to see and I think that you know all this litigation will go on for a while but uh, you know Warren is still a, a half owner of of, of the of Rat. I mean, it's funny that Bob represents WBS, which stands for, you know, whatever, Warren, Bobby, and Stephen. And somehow Stephen's not collecting his own money. You know, I mean, I think those things have been worked out. I mean, there's a really interesting article, and it's on Blabbermouth, you know, the the, the site for uh, news, <laughs> you know, the, the source for news and information. Um, but about Juan's statement about how Bob is not a partner in the music of, of Rat. You know, they have their own company for the music, and he has nothing to do with it. And Juan claims that he has some some t- ties to the mark and you know so there's a lot of interesting things that those guys will have to to, to, to deal with you know um, I don't think that Bob can sit through this interview so I think that he'll have his friends paraphrase it to him you know <laughs> and then I think he will I don't know if he's got the guts to go on the air with you guys you know I mean, we've invited to him, him like, on to, we've invited him on yeah I mean maybe he'll come on and try to rebut me now you know it'd be difficult because everything I say is true. And, you know, what, and he can't take it, you know, he'll just go on and call me antisemitic names and say David sour grapes and, you know, um, you know, I think in his mind, what do I gain from this? Well, what do I lose from it? You know, I, people are constantly saying lies about me, including him. He is constantly trying to discuss my personal life and things that have nothing to do with the music business or anything else. All I'm talking about is things that this guy really did. And, Again, bullies shouldn't get away with being bullies. And uh, I'm a rat fan. I want it. rat lives matter. You know, that Twitter, we've got to get that Twitter up a little bit. You know, <laughs> um, I'm a fan of the rat lives matter Twitter, and I dig the guys going to Washington and stuff. <laughs> uh, they need better signs. You know, I mean, I think we got to help. But, uh, um, you know, but I think that uh, I think people need to be aware of it because they are not. And I've, I'm not going to lie. I've called Warren. You've got to get out there and let these fans know that you're not, and, you know, and that you don't endorse this because the quieter he is, People think that he's given up and he has not, you know, I mean, I, I, again, I can't give his statement, but he has not stopped. He's not going to stop fighting and he's not done playing. You know, that, that is the truth. And he'll, he'll, he'll address that when, when the time comes. But, um, but Bob keep telling people that he doesn't want to play or that he can't play or that his hearing is bad. He plays just fine. He's, and, and people are going to see him, you know, soon enough. But, uh, th- these lies need to be straightened out. And if you treat people like shit, you know what? They're, they're going to come back and they're going to, they're going to bite you. And, and that's kind of what this case is. And you know, um, I'm happy doing what I'm doing. And, and, and those guys uh, can, can do what they do. It's funny as I planned on answering your questions, but I don't think I gave you guys a
0: chance <laughs> to ask. Them. That's all right. <laughs> I, I ran into, I ran into Josh about a month ago in Toledo, uh, was over at the show that they did with seven bands, doc and warrant. Winger Lita, you know all that, that. and uh, I talked to him at the hotel. And you know, I went up and told him who I was. He goes, "Yeah, I know who you are."
1: <laughs> yeah. he's not really. He's not really familiar. You know, in my opinion, he's not really familiar with much. He's not a fan of that kind of music. And uh, you know, um, and he's not. He, he, I give him credit for staying off the of social media and stuff. I don't think he really knows who anybody is. And if he, you know, look, I don't think he's going to be allowed to go on a show that that, you know, supports rat lives matter, you know, um, <laughs> because he's, he, he, he's killing rat. You know, he's part of the, he's part of the, 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 the he, he's in the rat trap, so to speak. <laughs> well, that's you know, sure, but you know, I'm sure he says he'll come on, but, um, you know, I don't know what guys like that are going to do when it ends, you know? Um, I don't know, you know, is, uh, God, what shitty hair metal band is going to need a fake singer? You know, I don't know. You know, is he going to be like, for uh, you know, Bang Tango or something, you know, <laughs> with no original members. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, Kyle's Bang Tango experience, you know, uh, um, you know, the the, uh, the uh, Christy Crash Major, Pretty Boy Floyd experience, you know, whatever. You know, and by the way, I, I got no problem with any of these guys making a living and doing what they do, and you know, I I do see a lot of those guys and work with them. They've all guested with Sin City Center. so you know, I'm glad people can get paid to play music. It's just in the case of Bob when he's out there. You know I think doing something illegal and, and, and definitely deceptive know, trying to pull the wool of the fan yeah, yeah deceptive is the best word for it. because mm-hmm. I see the audiences and they don't know and yeah a lot of people do leave and say hey that was a great you know they sounded great and they do sound great you know um, uh, but at the end of the day if that's not rat and no one should believe it they should not be able to sell tickets um, you know to, to see something that's not what it is that is not rat. there's no way that it a concert billing should have it. They do very poorly in, in the clubs and things. They do well in festivals with there's superior bands on the bill. You know, um, you know, Brett Michaels, you know, for whatever reason, still has a following. And, uh, you know, and some of those bands you mentioned, you know, are great bands, you know, I mean, this, you know, they has some good bands on the roster. There are some good bands out there. And, um, you know, and uh, I think Trickster is the only one that has an original lineup, <laughs> but, uh, oh, and Striper. Striper is all original, you know, they're, they're out there um but yeah i I think that uh it it, it, fans got to be aware of it so hopefully they'll all go to that twitter and get the rat lives matter i dig all the um uh the photoshops you know there's some really good ones out there some of them are really crazy and probably too crazy for me even to talk about but uh and i will say that that there are members of rat who 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 also have enjoyed those photoshops you know so the people should know that they're their stuff is getting across.
0: You know? Sure.
1: Um, and I don't know Stephen Pierceley uh, personally. So hopefully, uh, you know, he'll be on your show and he'll 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 make some announcements or talk about what's going on. And I, 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 I you know, there was a point when I think Bob thought that he was going to get Stephen back. That was a funny thing. He was trying to convince us that he was going to get Stephen to get on stage for a couple songs, you know. I mean, this is like, you know, with towards this, the end with, my, wait,
0: with this version of Rat, like Stephen would come out as a guest?
1: Yes, yes. That's what he was... This is top secret, top secret. And he asked Josh, you wouldn't mind, right? I think you wouldn't mind. And, you know, You wouldn't, you know, the guy who wrote the songs and is really the singer, you know, but uh, he he was trying to, yeah, sucker those guys in, you know, and, uh, you know, I think he thinks by having Robbie Crane in the band now that he's added to legitimacy But You know, and I, I, I have nothing against Robbie Crane, and, and, you know, he was in rap for a lot of years. I don't think he sells any extra tickets, and I don't think that he can... Claim to really being a, an essential number of Rat either, but you know, he's making a living. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think he, he will also regret, <laughs> regret his decision, you know, going on the road with Bob, you know, with no filter, no one in charge other than him. He makes all the decisions, you know, and it, the things that matter to him are like what side of his drum set his hat is placed on, you know, those horrible Walmart hats he wears. You know, I mean, who the hell? When did rock and roll have hats, you know, like that? I mean, holy cow. And But, you know, he was dead serious. Like, it has to go at a certain angle, and my sticks go, and then the beer with the ice, he likes his ice in his beer, that has to go here. And I'm like, i got to go collect the money. That doesn't fucking matter. It's the only thing that matters, you know. Um, he, you know, he, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a character. And, yeah, he will be fuming. And uh, you know, the worst thing that he can do, you know, because I stay quiet for a while, and then he would get his friends to write shit and talk nonsense and try to push back and threaten me. And um, you know, I'm just a manager. You know, I'm just a manager, former tour manager, co-manager. He, he, making it public with me only makes it worse for him. You know, if he's, you know, I'm not, I'm not strong enough to reunite rap on my own, um, and I'm not strong enough to break up Fake rap on my own. You know, and he's got to be aware of that. Uh, you know, but if he wants to keep fighting these personal fights with me he's only gonna make himself look foolish i think every time he speaks hey did you guys read uh the prince you know you know when it, when someone dies everyone's got to write an obituary I, I personally you know i don't really care what 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 these hairband guys think about prince i don't give a fuck you know what i mean right. prince is a genius okay you know but I, but Bob, when someone dies bobby blotzer has to call his webmaster and, and then post it and the grammar is usually really bad, um, and spelling and everything else. But, um, but so he had, you know, of course he had to put out a statement about Prince, right? Because when you think of rat, you think of Prince, right? Really? So one of the, yeah, we got it. You guys got to read it. But one of the statements at the end that he's talking about, he can, comp- he's comparing uh, the, 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 the four super talented people who were born in the same month. That's, uh, Michael Jackson, Prince, Madonna, and myself. Oh, oh boy, you know, he's, he's comparing himself to those three. You know, it's like well, and myself, and I'm just thinking like, okay, you know, this is the delusional guy that that that's out there. You know, and uh, you know, uh, you know, people wanted me to write about this and post it on and said For me, it's been here. I talked to you guys. I've said everything about these uh, clowns, and you know, I don't think I said anything that you know. I, obviously, everything I said is. It's true and people should know. And I think it's a good laugh. And, and, and if you don't mind me throwing a plug in there, sure, go if, ahead. if anyone did, if anyone did get a kick out of uh, some of these stories, you, know, you can go to official and there's a charity page. I'm not asking you to buy anything, but if you go to the charity page, uh, you know, I dated a girl who had cystic fibrosis and uh, so I do a lot for that charity and we're also doing something for And actually me and Scotty Griffin walked, uh, this morning for the cystic fibrosis foundation. And then also uh, the Breast Cancer Foundation. And this charity stuff is not stuff that I did, um, you know, to, to make myself any, to, to take credit. But it's, it, it, it's, it is a worthwhile thing to try to give back. And I research these charities and see that they're making a difference. You know, less people are getting cystic fibrosis. So not to bore everybody, but if anyone gets a kick out of it and you want to go to that page, you go to the charity link and you can donate anything. Uh, it would be a really cool thing. And, and it, you know, let's take a negative and try to make it positive. You know, I mean, I told some stories to for fun. Uh, you know, and I think it is entertaining. I think people should know the truth. But if any, like I said, if anyone wants to to make a donation, that'd be awesome. And hey, and, and keep up the you know the Rat Lives Matter. I want to see some twitters on there. To, you know, I want to see some followers tonight. Um, you know, and uh, I want to see guys you know listen to your show and call in. Where, where, where's the one guy who calls in uh, all the time? Uh, there's the one caller. And he always calls in. Tim he, James. He can't I don't know his name. I, he's got a funny voice, though. And he, he, he I always dig what he calls in. And he's always complaining about. Uh, last time he was discussing infestation with you guys, but he can only name like the video. But he, oh, oh, yeah, that you, was you Tim, guys J- are yeah,
0: Tim James. Yeah. He's from Australia. Yeah.
1: He's, yeah, he's a great. He's, he's a great caller. <laughs> yeah, <he's> de- <laughs> you guys definitely have your own whack pack. I dig it. You know, um, yeah, I've, I've been talking about doing a podcast with Scotty Griffin, actually, that would not be about. Uh, music so much but about other other things in life and so hopefully at some point we'll get that uh, up and going and then you know since City centers we're calling it the Sin centers all-stars now you know it's playing all over town and uh, the, the core lineup is Jizzy Pearl uh, Oz Fox Scotty Griffin and Bloss Elias from Slaughter and because those guys are still in touring bands um, you know tonight we get Robert Saint filling in for Oz while Oz plays with Striper and, uh, you know, so we, we've got a really good sort of rotating uh, uh, lineup, and, and it's fun. You know, we, we try to give back. we got a lot of special guests. On May 12th, we got Dizzy Reed, you know, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, Dizzy Reed, you know, from Guns N' Roses. And uh, we just had Mark Kendall last week. And, you know, we're keeping up what we do and try to keep it fun for everybody. Sure. And, uh, did I answer all the rap questions? Yeah, I think
0: I, I think you've covered it all there, Jason. You've really, uh, you've really entertained us all. Believe me, Chris and I are just cracking up over here.
1: Good, good. Yeah, I, I hope so. I, enjoy, I Like I said, I enjoy your, your show, and I, I do remember sitting in the car looking at Bob and listening to the podcast at the same time on my headphones thinking, uh, I can't wait to go on the show. And a lot of people <laughs> actually told me, you've got to go on there, you've got to go on there. And I just kept saying, when this is over... You know, when this is over, I was really hoping to see you guys protest at that one show, <laughs> show. um, you know, the, the Cleveland papered show, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I think it rained and snow. Yeah, it was, it was but,
0: really uh, nasty. Both Chris and I were there, but then we hit the bar.
1: <laughs> you, you guys probably made the right decision. I, uh, yeah, there's a black cloud that follows that band, you know? Um, so rain and snow is a common, uh, common thing and. You know, um, and trying to sell fifty tickets, that was a good one too but, uh, <laughs> Excellent. Um, but anyway, uh so yeah so and then since the Senators all stars are' like, we're gonna play but I'm sitting in Scotty's car while they sound check and uh, and yeah, I hope hope, hope I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, you know that, that Bob won't try to turn this into more because I'll be happy to talk you know. <laughs> you know, I'm happy to tell the the stuff that I've been saving because I've held back the really mean stuff. And really, <laughs> you know, to be honest, you know, you think you're thinking I gave it all, but believe me, the, the voice messages are the voice messages are chilling. You know, I sent him to Stevie um, from Metal just so he could hear what I was dealing with. And he said it was they're really chilling. That in the middle of the night, you know, a few days after my girlfriend passed away, this is how this guy is handling the situation, and shows the guy he is. And he thinks that you know he's going to stop me. And he tried to get those guys in, in um, the, some sinners guys to sue me and, 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 all kinds of bullshit. You know, he really thinks that he's, you know, he's going to ruin me. So I, am I'm, I'm sure I'll get all kinds of messages and, and all kinds of, uh, all kinds of hate. And, 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 you know, not from rat fans. I mean, I think rat fans dig it. I can't tell you how many people come up to me, and say, fuck Bobby Blotzer, they yell in my face. And then, <laughs> and then they tell me their stories. I want to tell you my Bob- – I've become the ambassador of Bobby Blotzer's stories. I've you know, got to tell you what an asshole he is. I'm really, okay, you do tell have to tell me. But, uh, um, and, just, and just, you know, horrible things. So anyway, uh, I guess this will, this will be a popular uh, – popular broadcast I hope. it will it'll it was, be a now what are you guys going to do for the rest of the show
0: well we got uh we got eric braverman coming up i don't know if you know him or not but he's a, been a i'm not familiar yeah he's uh he's quite a character he he uh established heavy metal television
1: nice okay
0: and, and, uh, and
1: can, where can you find that is it that...
0: heavy metal gotcha
1: all right so, so yeah, so he's going to come on and he's going to tell a bunch of stories. Uh, hopefully they will be as exciting as mine. <laughs> well,
0: he, he always has some insight because he does have an in with bands like Metallica, ACDC, Megadeth, Slayer, you know,
1: ACDC featuring Axl Rose. Yeah. So, what's the, what's the big news story today? What are you guys going to discuss? I don't even know. Um, is the Phil Lewis thing a big story?
0: It's not a big story, but we will talk about it.
1: Yeah. I'll give you my two cents because I like to do that. Because uh, I, 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 I listen to it in the car. I don't think it's that. Uh, I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah, you know, it's a big deal. I think in all honesty, he was tr- trying. I, I think he wanted to say, you know, with like all these rappers and stuff out there, I wish there was more princes. I, I think that's what's going for. Yeah, I, don't I think, think he that, was
0: saying that th- there should be more diversity in the music. He just said everything's one dimensional right now.
1: Yeah, he he, he 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 he's a nice character. I don't think he I don't think he meant anything by it. But but uh, but hey, you know uh, he'll be he'll be happy that this will take over all his headlines. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but but I look forward to to listening. <laughs> I look forward to listening to more of your, your your guys' stuff. And and again, hopefully, we'll go to the Rat Lives Matter, and then also you can check out you know official centers.
0: Sure, absolutely. Yeah.
1: All right, all right, Jason. Guys, well, appreciate we appreciate I'm, I'm you sure taking we'll...
0: an hour and you know bending our ear and giving us all the inside scoop.
1: Yeah, yeah. and If those bozos contact you, I'm ready to rebut. So just, just so you know, you know what I mean. Uh, if if I got to listen to if I got to listen to uh, you know any fake rat members on there, I'm, I'm, I'm hailing, killing, calling in. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> all nice. right, guys. You have a great night. And I appreciate it.
0: All right, well, say hey to Jizzy for us. Uh, we've known Jizzy, yeah, Jizzy for years. Yeah,
1: Jizzy hasn't got in here yet, but... Uh, well, let him know um,
0: you talked to us for an hour.
1: Yes, I, I will do that. <laughs> All right. Cool. Hail, Hail and guys. kill
0: there, Jason.
1: Hail and kill. Talk later.
0: <laughs> All right, there goes Jason. Help. Well, I think the only way to to cap off that interview... By sending it immediately to Lawyer Fred? Well, that too, but... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thought I should play uh, Rat. Tell the world. All right, sounds good. So here is Rat exclusively here on your classic metal show.